Hello and welcome once again to Coffee and the Cosmos with Sagima Bay. And I'm your host, Craig Wells. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. I kind of want to put a disclaimer on this one. If you're not 18 years of age or older, or if you have children around, you may want to put your headset on because I'm speaking about something that I've never spoken about in my podcast. And it's about sexuality and the temple of the Lord, which is your body. And that's not what I was going to do one on, but God spoke to me and said, I want you to do this on. So in case you're listening around children, you may not want them to hear this. You may want to put your headset on or listening at a later time. So I just wanted to give you that warning and um, let's just go from there. I've been asking God for purity. You say, what you mean you've been asking God for purity? You've been serving him for over 40 years. Ain't you pure enough? Well, I'm pretty pure. But in my, I guess, chase for purity, I guess you would say, God began to deal with things even from 20, 30 years ago in my life, 40 years ago in my life. Things that have been repented of, things that are over, things that don't even happen no more. And he began to show me things about the body your body. We're a three-part being. Let's go ahead and get this together. And each one is as important as the other one. That's something that the church has never put in balance because we've read some scriptures in the Bible about beating our flesh down or holding our flesh down or submitting our flesh. You know, our spirit man's great. Our body's horrible. Our soul's horrible. And it's really been taking out of content because God made you as a three-part being just like he is. God the Father God the Son, God the Holy Ghost. You have you the flesh, which is your body. You the soul, which is your mind, will, and emotions. You your spirit, which is actually you, the very spirit being of you. And each one of these third is important as the other one, though they have certain and different roles that they carry in and authorities that they carry in. We get redeemed, right? We get born again. We ask Jesus Christ to come in our heart. If you're wise enough, you went and prayed to God. You got the baptism of the Holy Ghost. You speak in tongues. You read your Bible on a regular basis. You go to church. You fellowship. You engage. You witness. You pay tithes. You're offering. Trade leverage. Whatever God has showed you about these things. You seek his face. Maybe you're one of those ones that walk in the heavens. You do ascensions. You do night watches. In that, you still live in this body and in this world. God brought me to Ezekiel. And when you read Ezekiel, you see the four living creatures coming out of heaven. And then when he looks up above the four living creatures is God, Elohim, Yahweh, the Most High God on his holy throne. The first thing this dude said was, I have unclean lips and I live in an unclean world now I'm not talking about condemnation guilt and shame right now you listen to my podcast you see how I preach I have exactly opposite of that since the blood of Jesus now I understand he wasn't under the blood of Jesus so I want to use him for an example because what's happened was he stood before the most holiest being in, in ever I want to say in creation but he's the one that created creation he stood before the holiest being of creation that created all things 
and the light of God that went through him did not come judge him. Now listen, the church has taught us wrong. It wasn't that God's light came and judged him and he felt bad. Oh, I'm a dirty, rotten sinner. God, please don't come by me. It was not like that. It's just the light of God's holiness is so bright. Righteousness, you're convicted of righteousness of the Holy Ghost. And so righteousness shines out of you. Unfortunately, it exposes where dark areas are. And he could see where righteousness wasn't in full intact. And he cried out, oh, my lips are unclean, meaning my ways are unclean. Now, this is the man of God, the chosen one of God. This ain't no cheesy person. This is someone that knows God. And he basically saw the filth of himself. And he saw the filth of his world. He said, wait a minute, wait a minute. You're here on the planet. Let me help you. I'm dirty and everything around me is dirty. Please do not take this message wrong. I am not preaching condemnation, guilt, and shame. We are under the blood. But in the reality that we're under the blood, we still live in the human flesh. And we still live in the human world that is full of filth, full of unrighteousness, full of sexual perversion that torments the soul. Whether in the reality of it, like you're actually doing it, or you're fantasizing about it, or you're thinking about it, or some commercial pops up about it or some show pops up about it, or internet pops up about it, or whatever's going on in the world around you, trying to taint the very thoughts of your brain, trying to sear your consciousness of holiness, that we become so neutral with the world that we can't tell the difference between holiness, dwelling in us as God, or we're trying to put on holiness because we're dirty, rotten sinners. See, I don't put on holiness. I am holiness. But even with the revelation and understanding the gift of holiness is through the blood covenant of Jesus Christ, I still have a responsibility of not allowing the filth of the world to sear my mind, sear my consciousness, touch my heart, touch my soul, touch my body, or allow it to touch other people that don't belong to be touching. Now, I'm just getting real and raw because God told me to do this. So someone, maybe it's not you, maybe you need to send this podcast to somebody. But somebody needed to hear this today because you want to know God, you do know God, you're probably saved, you're probably spirit-filled, but the enemy wants to torment you in the sexual perverted way, in your mind of filthiness, or in your soul of unrighteousness, giving away to the lackadaisical attitude we have towards sin. Now, you know me. I'm an up here preacher. I don't even preach sin. We're under the blood. We're not under the sin law. But there's still a reality of in this flesh, you will deal with iniquity. You will deal with sins. You will deal with unrighteousness. And the earth will cry out against you. Not God. God won't cry out against you. He forgives you. Righteousness comes to you by the blood. But the earth has the right in the natural room that you dwell in to cry out against you. Therefore, you want, just like he told God, I'm unclean. The earth I live in is unclean. Now, listen what God did when he cried that out. God did not judge him. God did not say, you dirty, rotten sinner. You shouldn't be sinning. He knew the state of the man before he came to bring him the glory. So God knew the state of you before God come to bring you the glory. And what happened was I love the faith of this. I love the glory of this. I love the mercy and grace of this. God don't say nothing. An angel, a cherubim, a four living creatures 
ox lying, eagle man, king, priest, oracle, legislator, judgment of God, which means the aligning of God. Not judgment like I judge you to hell, because that's all we've been taught. I'm not trying to judge you to hell. I want to set you free that you can walk uprightly in the holiness that was given to you. Because holiness has been given to you. But you can't let filth abide with you. If holiness has been given to you, you got to make a conscious decision. I don't allow anything that doesn't line up with the word of the Lord in my life. Let me say that again. You can receive the gift of holiness, but it's still up to you because you are the governor of your own governance. That I will make a conscious decision to not allow anything that doesn't line up with the word of Yahweh in my life. And that's anything, not just sexual perversion. That could be anything that ruins the body of Christ, that ruins the temple, alcohol, drugs, gluttony, you name it. Uh, backbiting, talking bad about people, hatred, unforgiveness, strife, insecurity, fears. All these things are against the word of God, defiling the temple. I'm not talking about going to heaven and hell, folks. Don't get religious with me. You're going to heaven because of Jesus Christ, but your body and your mind and your soul could be living in hell right here on this earth because it's tormented and bound by the bondages of the flesh that you have allowed to come in and rule you because you have played with filth and filth is upon you. It reminds me of when I'm seeing my mind right now, the Charlie Brown, y'all remember Charlie Brown show? And who was it? Had the dirt all over him, had his little rag, he carried his rag around and he had dirt all over him. He was still, you know, a character in the cartoons. Pigpen or whatever. I, don't, I can't remember. Linus, you know. No, no. Linus had the, had the he had the, the rag, but I don't think he was the dirty one. But whatever. One of them was the dirty one. But you know what I'm talking about. You saved. You redeemed. You blood washed. You spirit filled. But your soulless man in your body is filthy. Your consciousness is filthy because you've given into iniquity, sin, and unrighteousness so much and have played with it so much that it's become second hat to you and you can't discern between holiness and unholiness. So you just follow through with whatever's leading you, whatever's guiding you. Oh, that's just a little joke. Oh, I thought she was cute. No, you're lusting after her, wanting to sleep with her. Or you're wanting his money or whatever your lust is. It doesn't have to be just sexual. Listen, I wasn't planning on doing this at all. I've never done a podcast like this. This is more for a teaching and a Sunday morning class with people that I know that are seeking the deeper things of God and is not afraid for me to speak truth about the things that can bother their life. There's no judgment in this. Christ forgives you. He judges you to light, life, and love and the blood covenant of Yeshua. But you still got to wake up in your mind and say, will I be likened to the Son of God or will I be likened to the Son of flesh that I live in? Now, which one will you be? Yahweh's choosing you to be like unto the Son of God. He's given you holiness. He's given you mercy and grace. But only you can decide if you like Pigpen is walking around with the dirt. Or are you like the Son of God walking around with light and righteousness? The Bible says, while you have the light, walk in the light. For you are sons of the light. And put on the armor of light. That light is an armor against the flesh. When I say against the flesh, I do not mean against your body. We were taught in the word in the old age that meant against your body. God is not against your body. 
I'm not saying it's not natural to think someone's beautiful or to have a sexual desire or to want wealth or whatever the thing is that, that leads you in your life. But there's a proper order and alignment. If you're married, you can't be thinking about someone else in that way. Because it's unrighteous before the Lord. If you're single, you can't be thinking. You got, I mean, Christians don't even know what righteousness is. I just went through two years of being single and I've met many Christians and they don't know what righteous dating is. Now, thank God, God kept me righteous dating, but they just didn't know. Why? Because we've allowed filth to come in and just wash it under, oh, it's under the blood. It's going to be okay. We get so used to it. We've then sold out our soul to the flesh and now in the earth realm, we're being destroyed, living in hell, having oppressions and everything else. And God wants to set you free because God wants you to choose this day whom you will serve. I am son of God. That's male or female. That's a position, not a gender. I believe in genders, so I'm not trying to talk against genders. I'm just saying in the heavenly realm, your son, your king and a priest, it's not a position, it's not a gender, it's it's a word of God. The Bible says you're kings and priests. I'm not trying to take away from the negative or make it negative to say you're a queen or a priestess or whatever. But God's saying king and priest because it's a position of authority and honor that was gifted to you by the Holy Spirit, by the blood covenant of the Lamb, Revelations 5.10. You can read it yourself. He's gifted to you holiness in the Bible. He became holy because you couldn't. He became righteous because you couldn't. He became pure because you couldn't. Then he gave it all to you. Now it's up to you to step into it and to step out of the world. Come out from among them. The Bible says this. I haven't heard that scripture in a long time and it popped up on Facebook today. I was like, wow, someone still thinks like that? The truth of the matter is when we're up here, we can get lost in our righteousness. We're so oblivious to everybody else that's going on in the world because we're walking in the heavens. We're seeing scrolls. We're talking to angels. We're having this great time. But the everyday Christian is going through hell on earth because their flesh is ruling. Their mind is ruling. Their emotions are ruling. And God says, come out from among them. Means come out from the thinking and the acknowledgement of the world. The flesh, not your physical body, the flesh attitude of it ruling and reigning over you instead of your spirit being ruling and reigning over you and your body and your soul in a triunion in your spirit under the triunionness of God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost, the bench of three. This is what God's calling you today. And he's commanding you to get the filth out of your life. He's not even asking. And you might be saying, well, you know, I, I'm, I'm an older person. I don't have any of that in my life. Then ask God, what did this apply to your life? Because you're not listening to this podcast on accident. Or who you know that might minister to, that you can send it to, to touch their life. Yahweh wants to set you free right now in the name of Yeshua. I judge you to light life and love whoever sins i remit or remitted whoever sins i forgive are forgiven i decree forgiveness of sins iniquities unrighteousness of every perversion of every lie of every addiction of every backbiting every stealing everything that you could have in you that doesn't line up with the word of the lord i declare the blood covenant yeshua and forgiveness over you just agree with it right now repent in your heart and your mind and say father take these things out of me and allow the righteousness through the blood covenant yeshua that you gave me to come alive in my body and my soul and my spirit
that my flesh would be subdued, not by warfare, but by love. It's the goodness of God that causes men to come to repentance. By love, I step into who I am in Christ Yeshua. By love, I remember that I'm a son of the Most High God. By love, I remember I'm a king and priest. By love, I remember I am holy. So what happened was the four living creatures went and grabbed the coal from the altar of the fire of God from the heavens and came and touched his lips and made him clean. I come today with the coal of the fire of God. If you believe right now in the name of Yeshua, I touch your lips and command you made whole and clean, forgiven and delivered by the blood of Yeshua. Now walk it out in the spirit of God, giving God and Yeshua all the praise under the obedience of Holy Ghost. Well, once again, this is Sagimabay. I love you. You are so beautiful. Don't forget to share this with someone that we minister to. Don't forget to like us or join us or subscribe to us. That helps our algorithm go up and it spreads this gospel through Coffee and Cosmos further around the world. Once again, this is Sagima Bay. I love you. You are so beautiful, mighty sons and daughters of God. I decree the purity of God on you in all things. I'll see you tomorrow. Shalom.